I honestly thought, man, you know what? I'm very impressed and shocked that we're recording a podcast because I, I was like, oh, man, she's too insanely busy. She has three kids and she just gave just a week ago, right? Just a week ago. Friday the 13th. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah, we yeah. almost named him Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no. Was, was... Oh, oh man, where do I start? Um, oh, man, do you want to hear my birth story? <laughs> sure, yeah, I guess, I don't know, but I mean, really quick, because you never, was the name Cody always there, or? Um, so, Brian and I, we could not agree on names. I really like the name Luca. And Brian thought it was weird because we're not Italian. <laughs> he's like, um, we are not naming our son Luca because that he'll have like an identity crisis. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine. We won't name him Luca. And then Brian really likes really preppy names. So he wanted uh... Preston or Sebastian. Sebastian's <laughs> a cool name. Sorry if you're a Sebastian. I didn't mean to, to laugh at that. I am so sorry. Don't send me any hate mail. What's um, the preppiest name that you can think of? Um, I don't know. I think it would probably be Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sebastian, if you're out there. Um, so then, and then how did it come up to Cody? Um, so I, where did we get Cody from? I honestly, I don't even know. Is Brian there? No. No. So we need to get Brian on for one of our calls because he's he's a really good counter counterbalance to to me. Because I I mean, obviously, I have my version of the story, and it would be nice to hear his side of the story. Um, Where did Cody come from? I don't even know. But oh, I think it was. Me just going through all of the baby names, like you, you Google like top names of oh, top yeah. boy names of 2018, and I wanted to make sure it was not in the top 50. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and Cody just seems so cute, and it matches Brady's name so well. Cody um, Brady, and then what's your other kid's name? Hudson. Hudson. Cody Brady Hudson. Hudson's yeah. the oldest one. Hudson is the oldest. What yes. is the f- uh, Cody? What? What's his name? Cody? What? Cody James. So uh, we plan on calling him CJ for short. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Thank you. Tight, man. <laughs> so, jeez, your guys. Ashley has a. She's had her baby already. So tell us, fill us, give us all the details. Do you want to know all of the juicy details? Because I will so uh, not tell so much you. about like the birth. I'm talking about like what's <laughs> going on with your life so far. Like, oh, like the... okay. Um, so far, when did I last talk to you? Oh, I was on bed rest the last time we spoke. Yeah, right? last week. Last like, week. Yeah, it, I was on bed rest and I was antsy, and we were talking about all the things that I needed to watch on Netflix. And sure enough, so that was I think we spoke on. Did a you watch anything on Netflix that I told you? Oh, yeah. So I started watching Ugly Delicious, which is so good. It's pretty cool. I love David Chang. Yeah, he's, he's cool. I, I didn't even know he was like a chef or anything until I saw his stuff. But Are you serious? Yeah, oh, my I'm, God. I almost knew. It's like one of my f- favorite restaurants. But right? It's a lot of it. A lot of it's about like their culture, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Side note. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we spoke on like a Tuesday or Wednesday and then... On Thursday, Michael, so I knew this kid was going to come as soon as I just let my body rest because uh-huh. I've been at the office and I, I just had a feeling. And um, so I started, okay, I won't tell you all the details. <laughs> oh, wait, you got to yeah. say drop the intro music. Oh, yeah. Drop it like it's hot, Michael.
Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, now continue with. Um, okay. Thursday. So, so Thursday, I I just didn't feel right, and I told my mom. My mom was here. She was helping out with the boys, and and Brian um, was here. Obviously, he lives mm-hmm. with me. Um, but <laughs> Thursday, I wasn't feeling good, and I had thought like, okay, well. I think this kid is going to come tonight, and he didn't. And then the next day, Friday, I um, I had some symptoms, but we we went into the hospital, and well, okay, I woke up at what did I say? Like three? No, yeah, I woke up at three. So interesting enough, all of our boys appear or start showing symptoms Friday around three in the morning, like all three of them. So I know it's so crazy. And, um, and Cody is just like his brothers. I, I woke up in the middle of the night around three and I started cramping, but it wasn't intense. And then I woke up again around four forty-five, and, and then I showered because I, I had a feeling that he was going to come today or that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sure enough, I downloaded an app and I was counting all of my contractions and they were within... What? They were pretty regular every five minutes or so. What was that? So, oh, gosh. I think it was called Contractions or I forget. There's so many. Oh, okay. And then I texted my cousin who's an OBGYN nurse and I texted my friend who's an OBGYN and I told <laughs> them that, hey, I'm having pretty regular contractions are about five to six minutes apart and they started at you know three in the morning and both of them said okay this is your third so go in the just go make sure you go now mm-hmm. so I told Brian I was like okay take me to the hospital and of course Brian's like are you sure are you really sure because I don't know if you remembered Michael but <laughs> I don't know if you remember but um I I went in on Monday thinking yeah yeah yeah, and that that was a false alarm so so brian just wanted to make sure of course and um so i went in and of course when i freaking get to the hospital my contractions like stopped oh man going on so the nurse checked me and she said oh you're only at two two centimeters so we're, we're going to send you home. I was like, no, I don't want you to send me home because I'm going to have this baby on the side of the road. I know I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But um, she's like, okay, well, just walk around the hospital and we'll see if, if you progress. So Brian and I, we walked around the hospital for about 45 minutes. And the hospital's really small. And it's really weird walking around in a hospital gown. <laughs> that is kind of weird, yeah. Outside yeah. or inside of the hospital? I was walking um, primarily outside. Oh, that's kind of weird, yeah. That is a little yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought inside. Yeah, you know, waving at random <laughs> no, in my hospital Hi. gown. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> what are you coming for? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so I was walking around and, and um, I went back and the nurse checked me and she's like, no, Ashley, you're still at two. So we're, we're going to have to send you home because we don't know how long this is going to take. And if you are around your, your natural surroundings, it actually boosts your oxytocin levels so oh. that it speeds up your labor. I was like, okay, fine. So Brian and I, we went and we got some breakfast burritos at our favorite Mexican place. Mm. And, and then um, we went to my mom's house who lives like 10 minutes away from the hospital so I knew it was going to be a close drive regardless. And then I tried to take a nap. But as soon as I tried to take a nap, my contractions started up again. Like they started increasing in intensity. And then Brian was like doing work. Like he had canceled his full day of patients. So he was catching up on all of his charts. So finally, like after what, like three hours, I finally told him, I was like, okay, you need to take me back to the hospital like now because it was getting really intense. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to hold off because I didn't want another false alarm. So oh, 2.5. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, are you sure? Are you really sure? And I made him drive me. And during the 10-minute drive from my mom's house to the hospital, I had three or four intense contractions, like to the point where I had to stop and breathe and one, once we went in, like, every time you leave the hospital, you have to re-register. 
Oh, the, my gosh. Yes, I know. It's pretty annoying. But um, the lady, obviously, she she saw that I was in pain. So they, they took me straight back to the room. And then the nurse checked me, and I was at five. So I had progressed. And she's like, okay, we're going to admit you. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I was so happy that I did not have the kid on the side of the road. And then um, I got my epidural, and that is amazing. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's physiologist. It. it was so awesome. Um, by the time I got my epidural, I was nine centimeters. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, and it was twenty minutes of of pushing. <gasps> that's it. I never thought yeah. about that. See, oh I think. I think as got oh I don't know I don't want to speak for all guys but I know me I don't really think about that I'm just more like oh you just gotta like and you know in movies they just show you like t- three more breaths and you gotta push <laughs> and it's just like ten seconds of pushing and then that's it I never knew it was like minutes oh gosh well with with Hudson my firstborn I pushed for like I don't know an hour forty five what the heck are you serious yeah no it was insane like he did not want to come down. And um, and I've had I've heard of moms who push for like twenty hours with their firstborn. <gasps> no crazy. way! Twenty hours? That'd be like. Yes. Can you be up for that long? Like I would probably just give up. Like forget it. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Like <laughs> this kid is staying inside. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like eventually it has to come out, or it's just I don't know. You know, I wouldn't know what to do. Dang. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. But- Yes, and now it's just, say that again. I said it's like a really happy moment. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so, um, it's such a huge relief once the baby is out. Oh my gosh, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty intense. And he's here and I am feeling so much better because I'm not nauseous or, well, I'm actually, I'm still pretty swollen. I never had, so I think it's because I'm old now, <laughs> but um, my symptoms are taking a lot longer to disappear. Like I, I'm st- I still have the, the tingling in my hands and my feet because of all of the excess, um, excess fluid buildup. Mm. Yes. So postpartum edema is, is legit. It's real. Wow. So then... So, I guess, now that you have... Congrats. Congrats on the baby. I mean, like, I know everybody uh, Facebooked you, right? Like, yeah. On your message. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they had the baby. I thought it was on a Saturday, but I guess it was Friday. Wow. It, I mean, oh, I posted it on Saturday because Friday is, like, exhausting. I know, yeah. 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 I imagine. So then, what's been... I guess... I know this is going to sound kind of weird, but like, what's, what's been going on with your practice in the meantime? Do you know? So it's it's so interesting because I haven't, well, I haven't been in. Well, no, that's not true. I I went in today, and I also went in to see a couple of patients. <gasps> oh yeah, I saw that. And then you you posted. Uh, you went in with your ba- with Cody, right? Your baby. Yeah, yeah. Bring your Ashley. What? Why? I know. Well, okay. So, <laughs> so I gave birth on Friday at three thirty p.m. Yeah. And I went back to the office and saw patients on Friday, the next, the next Friday. And one of my patients needed to have crowns cemented, and she was moving to Florida, so I had to go in. Your like, your associate couldn't have done it. Um. So she was in in Hawaii. <laughs> Mm, yeah no talk about timing but she had like one of her friends got married in hawaii so um that was planned a while ago so it just so happened that um the case didn't come in in time for her to cement the crowns and then the patient was leaving like within a few days after after um i cemented so I had to, I had to see her. The 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 people who made your case, it came in late, or it just didn't come in in a few days. They they actually came in a couple days late. Ooh, who are they? Um, you want me to tell <laughs> tell, tell on them? Yes, tell on them. Jeez, because <laughs> man, I would have been like, 
I, if it was up to me, I would have been like super pissed. I would have been like, look, I just gave birth. Okay. And on top of that, my associate is out. And because of you guys, I am, I literally have to go in and do this myself. So it's not, what's, what's their name? <laughs> Studio 360. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Studio 88. I'm like, what? <laughs> They're doing Cementing? No, no. Studio 360? Mmm. Gotta, gotta work on that Studio 360. Do you think they'll listen to this? Oh, I don't know. I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> put it oh, well, it's okay. It's okay. So then you went in. Have you, have you? When do you plan to go back in? Like, what's happening with everything as far as, like, your production collection, new patients? Is everything still running the same? It's only been, um, like, a week, right? It's It's been two weeks. Oh, two weeks. And our, we've definitely had a drop in the numbers for sure because mm. – so Dr. Alexa wasn't working last week, and then I wasn't in the office last week. So we've only had um, hygiene going. So every day has been about you know a thousand, a thousand dollars in in production. Mm-hmm. So um, I am I'm so torn, Michael, because I want to go back to work because I, I want to make sure that the you numbers money. up. I know. Especially we just installed the fourth op and then we have the cone beam. Um, and, I don't know. If I were you, I would give it time. Like, I don't think you've given it enough time to let it, to, to, to see where this can go on its, on, on where it's at right now. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, technically right. it's not really on its own, but I mean like, let's just say on its own, I would give it more time. I don't know. How much time can you afford to give it? Um, I, I don't know. I, I actually told Judy to start scheduling me patients for next Thursday. <laughs> Jeez. What did Brian say? Um, he said, are you sure about that? And he's 100% like okay with any decision that I decide to do. Yeah. But yeah. He just wants to make sure that I don't feel pressured into doing it. But honestly, I feel antsy being at home. But I know that if I go to work, I'm going to feel guilty for leaving Cody. So I actually was talking about this to another another um, member of the startup group who shall remain nameless because she actually just told me that she is expecting and they found out recently and she just opened her doors as well. <gasps> so, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, we'll, t- we'll talk off air. Why, is, why are they remaining nameless? Well, um, it's still really early on in her pregnancy. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know who you're talking about then. I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, so she, it, it's really early and we were just talking about how being a mom and being a, a woman is just hard. It's just hard when you own your own business. And, and um, she messaged me uh, last night and she was just like, hey, congrats on the baby. And and we just started talking because she opened her doors like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and and then she found out that she is um, she's ten weeks pregnant. So now she's f- freaking out a little bit, thinking about like, what is she gonna do? Is, is she is she gonna have to find an? And she doesn't like her associateship. So so she opened her doors part time, and she's still working as an associate part time, but she's not thrilled about where the company is going with her associateship Mm. now she wants to find another associateship and I told her I was like well you know how are you feeling and and of course she's tired and nauseous and she's stressed and I I asked her if if she really does need to do the associateship like can't she just rely on her husband just for these next few months because man it's 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 tough. It's it, it really is like the timing of everything. You you're just starting to get your business up and running. You're starting to get you know your new patients up and your numbers and and then you find out you're pregnant and then everything just goes to shit. Sorry, you got to beep that. Bleep. bleep. I know. <laughs> but it is it is. I would think it's tough because. Um, like having your own business is kind of like having a baby already, right? Like at the beginning yeah. stages, but at the same time, then you're pregnant and then you got to deal with your symptoms. Yeah. And then isn't stress, stress is bad, 
for your, like for your birth it is it's pretty bad so like you're already stressing out and you're stressing out about that and yeah i mean and you're just a hormonal disaster like, i know well oh, I, don't, I don't know why did i even say that i'm like i know <laughs> okay michael no but i mean like yeah well I mean, you know from all of your interviews with me i mean how many times did i break down on air my gosh i don't know but some things you broke down it made sense though and then some, I, I, I... Wait, you're saying that it didn't make sense every time I broke down? I think there was one time where I was like... <laughs> Just kidding. How did we get to this? What are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even know if I aired it or not, but... Like, okay, I try and air almost everything, and if people listen past the music, you'll probably more than likely hear bloopers. So okay. hopefully they can... We'll, we'll probably put something to that. I don't know. Okay, so you might be going back to work next thursday what yes. what let's see so your practice is you're making a thousand new patients are still the same right coming in or no yeah so judy um judy says we've been having a lot of new patients come in with our so i told you right that we have a, a regular hygienist now yeah so, and she's been amazing her name is jen um and she She's been seeing a lot of new patients without a doctor there present. So, um, I, man, it's it's just so hard for me to stay at home knowing that, you know, like like these new patients have come into our practice and they haven't even met myself yeah, yeah. or Alexa, which is, I think it's kind of weird. But, I mean, it is what it is and I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to not... Um, Gosh, I, I don't know. I'm trying not to think too much about it because I know that Judy has everything under control. But at the same time, I mean, last episode, I talked about how I have control issues. So, yes, I want to be in the office and I want to be a, a good mom. And How I'm are you getting these new patients, for, though? What's that? How are you getting these new patients right now? A lot of it has been internal referrals ah. um i think yeah a lot of the patients are, have just been referring their friends and family which has been amazing and and then of course we're still running a a couple facebook ads like one is just for brand awareness which is i th think we have five dollars a day that um that just gets posted about our website or something random about Smiling Company. Mm -hmm. uh, so that so we're spending $5 a day just on that. And then, uh, like, we just got um, the Yelp sticker. Did you see that? So oh, yeah. People love us on Yelp? Yeah, people, people love us on Yelp. Except for that one guy who couldn't give you a five-star. <gasps> did I tell you he changed it to five Oh, stars. he did? He changed it? He he did. Damn, you got to tell us how he changed, oh, what you did to make him change it. Um, we were just the same as always. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, what did you give him? Or like, what did you, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> did you talk to him or no? Or it was just that one time you no. talked to his wife? No, we, um, we no. didn't, we didn't ever talk to him, but. You just changed it? <laughs> yeah, he changed it. Cause he came back in for some restorative work. And of course we gave him. The, the Smiling Co. experience, so he changed it to five stars. Nice, nice. Yes. Really quick, I wanted to ask you, um, I've been looking at the Facebook group, and there's been a lot of people doing startups, right? Obviously, because it's the making of a dental startup. That was kind of <laughs> dumb, Michael, but whatever. So <laughs> what are some things, because I've, I feel like a lot of people hear you, right? Well, a lot of people do hear you. They hear the making of Smile and Co. And they love to hear your progress. But like when we if we were to backtrack, what are some of the main things you like either you think it's crucial, essential, or you highly recommend that someone does when they're about to open? Because like if you think about it, like your main concern was like, are new patients gonna be coming? Now look at you, like new patients are coming all the time, right? Yes. And then your main concern was at the same time, like, oh, my God, when am I going to, you know, do the other op, or have it come out? Am I going to make enough? Is it all going to flunk? When am I going to have the associateship? You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't even have planned that you were going to be pregnant. So, like, when, what are some crucial things that you're like, 
people who are about to open, like, okay, for example, like you have to have a grand opening or you have to make sure you're doing this, right? Like what are some things you would, you would tell people like, this is essential. You have to have this. So I would say, um, one, if you don't have a Facebook page for your startup, you need to do that ASAP. And you need to do that as soon as you decided that you're going to do a startup. Whether or not you even have a location yet, mm-hmm. I would say start building your brand. Know exactly who you want to target. Know exactly what your vision statement is and what you're going to do differently if you are going to do anything differently. So um, get your social media presence out there. Like I said, like even if you don't have a website, I didn't have a website until... January of 2018 and we opened September of 2017 so everything I we've done was just on Facebook and Instagram so make sure that you are promoting yourself all the time make sure that um, that you're writing long posts like don't just put up a um, like there's a lot of memes out there and there's a lot of mm, yeah. like, stock images. Like everybody does the same stuff over and over again. Like talk about like why you became a dentist. Talk about what your philosophy is. Um, and and then invite everybody and their mom to like your page. So start building your, your brand awareness. Mm-hmm. And then um, what else? document 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 so i'm um, i'm sure if you're already in our startup group you're already seeing how people are documenting yeah. don't be afraid to, to go on camera which you know it it sucks going on camera i i i, I i'll be the first to admit that like i've i've done it so many times and it still is not second nature to me mm-hmm. and um you just have to do it because you may be the only dentist in your area who is and that in and of itself is already setting you apart from your competition. Um, what else? And then of course ground marketing, like going to your local chamber of commerce. Um, I don't know how it is in, in the areas where you guys are, are in, but any kind of networking where you can meet face to face and handshake and kiss babies. Like <laughs> you need to be doing that. You need to be introducing yourself and and if if it is out of your comfort zone, you got to suck it up. You really do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if you are shy and you want to do a startup and you don't know how to get people in the door, then then you need to Surround yourself with more charismatic, energetic people to to get your brand out there. Yeah. Um, what else? Mm. I like that. I like that. Like, and I just people are listening. I didn't tell her to say ground marketing, but like <laughs> I remember, yeah, you would you would post up like, hey, and that gives you content. Like, when to go talk to our local coffee shop, right? When to go talk to our local wine people. When to go talk yep. to the chamber of commerce, and that also gave you content to post up and interact with people on social media but at the same time you were ground marketing you were telling them like hey look we're open come by and visit us right um right and then you're i feel like people do like that part quite a bit too as well but uh what else um what else did we do would you say those are like the three okay we were to say one more one more what else would it be that you were like oh you need to do this like no questions asked uh, you need to offer a freaking amazing grand opening special. Ooh. Yeah, like, um, and you need you need to sign up with local med and start booking appointments before your doors open, so you're not freaking out about about getting patients in the door. Do you want right. online scheduling immediately? Then in that case, go with local med. No, I'm just kidding. It just turns into like a whole ad. <laughs> That would be so cool. That's how we segued it. No, but yeah, if you need, um, yeah, what Ashley said, online scheduling, like immediately with local med. Right. I mean, if, if you followed what we did at all, you know that we created a funnel. Anissa Holmes created a funnel for me, which was, um, well, what were we giving out? We had 
a VIP, join our VIP guest list and, um, and you'll automatically be entered to win either $1,000 off of any dental treatment or free whitening for life. And can mm-hmm. I just tell you, I haven't even given that out. <laughs> I know. But, but here's the thing, like, but you had an audience before you even created that. Like you were right. not even an audience of just dentists, like the people you went to go visit, the Chamber of Commerce or all these other places, like they were, they were watching you and they shared it too because like they loved you, the personality, what you were creating. So don't also think people like I'm going to create a funnel uh, VIP list and everybody's going to sign up and they don't even know you, right? Like they don't right. know what you're all about. Like, how do I know you're, you got to create that audience. So that all, that all ties in like perfectly. So you said create a Facebook page, right? And then you said document, document everything because that's what's going to make you different. And then ground marketing. And then you said the last one. Um, sign up for local med. No, not, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Sign up for local med, everybody. Create, Please. Create an amazing um, grand opening special. Yes, create a grand opening and then, special. Oh my gosh. And then throw the best freaking grand opening party you know you know of. Like, we had a DJ. How fun was it, Michael? It was pretty fun. It was really, really a lot of fun. She, I was like, oh, this is the backyard you're talking about. Like, that's so cool. Ashley was a lot shorter in person, people. And every hey. time we meet, it's shorter <laughs> and shorter. I'm just kidding. No. But uh, oh, oh, and I also wanted to say, um, I want to say, whatever happens with your startup, try not to compare yourself to anybody else. Because, I mean, it, and I, I, was, I was talking about this with someone also from, from the startup group. And, mm-hmm. and I think we get into pissing contests. I really do. And it's like, how many new patients are you getting in a month? And then everyone's oh, saying, like, yeah. oh, I'm getting 100 new patients a month. I'm getting 200 new patients a month. I'm getting 600 new patients a month. And I want to tell everyone, like, so if... If you listen to the last episode that we did, I talked about, because someone asked, oh, how, how many patients is Ashley getting a month? And I had said, you know, like, we're getting about 65. And and Brian brought this up, because I didn't even think about this. He said, the way you, you worded it, it sounded like you weren't proud of that, like you were kind of backpedaling. And it's so true. Like, I, I kind of said that, in a way that made it seem like I wasn't proud of that number. Mm. And it is absolutely false. I am so happy to to get 65 new patients a month. Yeah. And if we got 30 new patients a month, I would be ecstatic at that. And I think it's because we compare ourselves to everybody else's progress. Like, so when Wait, I spoke say to it again. someone say, say that again. last night, Say you think it's because what? Because we're we're always comparing ourselves to everyone else's success. Just because you don't get a thousand new patients a month doesn't mean that you're not a success in and of itself. And that you know we we get sixty five new patients a month, mm-hmm. but I I don't want a hundred new patients a month. We spend two to two and a half hours per new new patient. We pride ourselves on that. We pride ourselves on being completely comprehensive with intraoral photos, extraoral photos. We take, you know, all of the blood pressure, do the head and neck exam. Like we really take our time to get to know our patients. And, you know, it, it really does depend on what kind of practice you're building, who your demographic is. And to be quite honest, all of those patients who are coming in there there are they are our ideal patients they come in and they automatically say i feel like i already know you i feel like i've been watching your story from the beginning and this is why i chose you mm-hmm. not so much like i found a mailer and um do you accept my insurance so mm. i i, I just want to put it out there that if your numbers 
aren't hitting, you know, triple digits, don't get stressed out. Like it really, I mean, it all depends too on, on what your, your case acceptance rate is too, right? Like just because you have 200 new patients a month, but because you're seeing 12 new patients in a day, it's become like how, how much time are you, are you able to devote to each patient? And so I was listening to Mark Costas's podcast about, um, the law of diminishing returns and how he said that there's a sweet spot with how many hygiene checks that each provider can do and how that affects your, um, your bottom line, your case acceptance. Because he says, well, if you know, everyone thinks that you need to have X amount of patients seen a day, X amount of new patients coming in every month. But if you don't have the capacity to treat all of those patients like gold, and you don't have the capacity, the time, to sit down and explain in detail why they need this treatment, then you're actually doing yourself a disservice because you're seeing more patients, but your treatment, uh, your treatment cases, your treatment plan acceptance rate goes down. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I I just wanted to throw that out there. So, yeah, don't I like that. Don't put so much pressure on yourselves, guys. Like, and everyone has, you know, different demographics. You may be in a rural area where people are driving sixty miles to come see you, and you're the only dentist in in the boondocks. Or, or you may be in Manhattan, and there are a thousand dentists within one city block. So you just don't know what what people what. Yeah, what where people are practicing, how much money they're spending on marketing, what kind of patients they are attracting, and what kind of acceptance rate they have. And and everyone is going to to show you what makes them look better, right? Mm-hmm. So So yeah, so it's not always about how many new patients you have. Like yeah. are they good quality patients who you actually are are um marketing to like yeah i feel like we're kind of all kind of sometimes caught up in that like rat race where we're like how many patients do you have 200 and then we see it and we're like oh my god what are they doing and it's like they're just doing a couple marketing things and then you're like how can i get that right 200 but in my mind i'm like if i think about it i'm like if i ask oh and they say like yeah we've been getting 200 for three years now and i'm like man and you can't keep them or like why you know what right. i mean I, in my mind i'd think like are you like the cheapest dentist in town like are you hurrying it up or what's the deal you know what i mean right. but if it's like because everybody wants to be here's the thing everybody wants to i feel i feel i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like everybody wants to be like oh yeah i get like 200 or tons of new patients a month and they all want implants and full mouth reconstructions and things like that but like not every no that's not ever the case right right but it's nice when you're like calm you're relaxed you get a couple new patients a month but they're quality like high cases you know exactly exactly then you're you're making as much you're less stressed out i don't know i to me that's the type of person i'm a dentist i would want to have i mean i would want to be you know what i mean right that type of practice instead of like oh i got to because if, if you get like triple digits, I feel like eventually the business will start running you. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I, oh, my gosh. I I could spend an hour just talking to patients about food. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like dental issues, just food? Jeez, oh my Ashley. Um, speaking about food, did you see my posts about how much weight I've gained during this pregnancy, Michael? No. How much have you gained? Okay, so you remember how I told you that I um, I would always step on the scale backwards? <laughs> yeah. Um, I gained 70 pounds Whoa. with Cody, and I am only 5 foot 2, so now yeah. that... It- <laughs> but it's like you're pregnant, so it's okay, um, you know? Yeah, there, they only recommend that you gain 25 pounds in your pregnancy. Oh, really? I didn't even know yes. that. Yes, and um, I have almost tripled that. So now, 
Now I think that we should turn this podcast into um, what you are so good at and about health and nutrition. Let's just just make it about weight loss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could add like little sprinkles of oh what we God. could do. But right now, I would assume you wouldn't rest. I mean, eventually, no matter what, right now, you're going to start losing. You know what I mean? And then little by little, you'll start hitting the plateau. And then that's when you need to start. Um, unless like you're absolutely ravenous and you're like, okay, you know what? No, I need to eat everything in sight. Then you're probably not going to lose. But, probably not. Yeah. But you know, so I am, I'm breastfeeding and when you're breastfeeding, well, at least for me, I'm hungry like all the time. So I don't know. This is, this is going to be an interesting, interesting journey. And if you want to, um, if you want to lose weight with me guys, Follow my Instagram. I'm gonna be posting like what I'm eating. Oh, that'd be so cool! Let's yes. create a Facebook group. Lose weight with Ashley. <laughs> Dang, that'd be so cool. No, really. Like, honestly, message me and if you want to lose weight together, because I um, so I, I gained seventy, and I think I am down twenty three. Yeah. Wow, really. Dude, Wait, I got up to I got up to one <laughs> one ninety. Dang, are you serious? <laughs> Jeez, what was like your weirdest craving? Um, everything. No, I I was eating so much, and if I wasn't eating, I was nauseous. So I had to eat, obviously. Yeah, like we know that I'm a foodie, so I kind of I kind of just ran with it. Are you still craving everything, or no, not really? No, no, now I'm trying to be, um, to be good. What are you I, like right now? You're like, ugh, just the thought of that sounds disgusting. Um. Anything or no? No, nothing really. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm really trying to watch my carbs right now. Why? Why are you trying to watch your carbs? Well, because that's how you lose fat, no, right? No, guys. All right, everybody, take out your pen and papers, okay? Okay. Because like this is this is, this is why gonna, I wanted to talk to you about. We're gonna this. talk a little bit about why we think carbs are bad, okay? So I don't know what, where we thought of that. Uh, maybe because of the keto diet. I don't know. And people are on keto diet, and if it works for you, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like to, to continue, but eventually, I'm not gonna say anything. But you're gonna hit a plateau. Why? Because carbs are the first form of energy our body goes for, right? Not just for like energy or anything like that, but you need it for your brain, you need it for recovery, you need it for a lot of things. So say you weigh 200 pounds, right? And then you're like, okay, I'm going to cut out carbs. Um, I believe it's one gram of carb holds about two to three grams of water. So you start cutting out carbs and then you get on the scale and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm losing weight immediately, right? And you start noticing it. Primarily because a lot of it is water weight. Um, a little bit is, you know, you actually losing weight. Then eventually you're going to hit the plateau because your body says, you know what, I need carbs. Your body needs protein, carbs, and fats, right? Those are the essential things. Um, what it does not need is alcohol. Uh, but we'll talk about that in another podcast. So eventually your body's going to say, like, I need carbs, Ashley. I need it to survive. I need it to live. We can't live like this forever. And you know what? You wouldn't want to live like that forever either. I mean, like, do you always want to have carbs cut out your whole life in order for you to look okay no right you want to be yeah. able to like live the way you want but here and there you know what i mean you you will have to get strict in order to get to your goal and then you can start implementing the foods that you want so anyways you start losing all that water weight and you're like oh man i did lose a bunch of weight this is fantastic it's working but then eventually you're gonna hit a plateau right and when you hit that plateau, your body's going to say you need something. And you will. You will break down and consume something only because your body needs it. So when you do, your body's going to be like, oh, my gosh, all these carbs. And it's going to replenish the glycogen and everything. And it's going to hold on to that a little bit stronger because it's going to say, you know, I have no idea when you're going to feed me this stuff again. I need to hold on a little bit stronger. And so then it's going to be even twice as hard to lose that. And then it's just like a cycle. It's like a cycle. So you hear that all the time when people say, like, oh, man, I lost I lost weight, but then I gained it all back so fast, right? Like we hear that all the time, like where I used to be thin, but then I gained it back. A lot of the times it's because we cut out those essential carbs that we, we don't need to. Like, I don't know why we thought, we thought of that, that 
carbs. It's just literally, it's less calories than you. Calories in, calories out. That's what it really comes down to. You know what I mean? Like if you okay. eat. What, what would you recommend for sustainable weight loss? So first of all, you need to figure out your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. And um, that's like, say you're sitting down or lying down for 24 hours, you burn a certain amount of calories. So figure that out first. Then once you figure that out, you you figure out, okay, how many calories do I need right now to sustain what I have, right? And then you figure that number out. Once you figure that number out, you minus, you start subtracting, okay? So my there's two ways you can subtract it, obviously through nutrition and then obviously through exercising, right? So then you say, okay, I'm going to exercise maybe three times a week. Exercise, guys, not walking. Walking is a good form of transportation, but that's it, okay? So you need to push your body somehow. Um, and I don't, I don't mean like, let's lift a thousand pounds. No, I mean, push it in whichever way, right? Power walk, slow walk, I don't know. Um, whichever way you feel like your body's exerting force for a sustainable period or a longer period of time. So you do that, right? And then after that, you exercise, then you start reducing the calories as well as you eat. Don't do it all drastically. Like, oh my God, I got to lose all this weight in maybe 10 days. You can't do that, right? Um, you're going to lose a lot of muscle and a lot of just life so <laughs> i know yeah you feel so miserable so what you <laughs> got to do is literally sustainable it's a slow process so i would start subtracting once you figure out the number that you need to sustain like okay i weigh 190 right now this is how much i need to continue to weigh 190 so then i would implement some exercise programs right and at the beginning i would start counting your calories meaning like count the calories that you exercise so say for example you're on the treadmill look at how many calories you burn so then say, okay, I burned 300 calories on the treadmill on Monday. So I'm going to burn Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 300 calories each day. So at the end of the week, that's 900 calories that you burn, right? You take out, or not burn, but you utilize. And then you start subtracting, okay, I'm going to subtract my meals for the week or for every day. It's going to be like minus 300 or 500 calories, right? So say you're supposed to be eating 3,000 calories a day, let's just say. So if you track 500, you start consuming 2,000 um, 500 calories that day every day right so then at the end of the week you're subtracting a lot and then on top of that you subtract you know what you expended on your exercise and that's how you start losing weight that's how you start losing weight and then eventually you're going to be like okay I, I love food I can't really subtract too much more of it so then you're going to have to start exercising a little bit more right in whichever way possible and then um, you do that and you do that and that's how you start making it more sustainable but that's how you bring your metabolism back to uh, a, a, an exceptional metabolism that way you can eat more things that you want and your body can utilize it it knows how to where to produce it you know yo, it's going to be used for energy things like that but if you just continue to eat what you want and not exercise and not you know what I mean then you just get fatter and fatter so <laughs> I don't know how this got into a nutrition <laughs> type of topic, but I'm pretty sure. To say, can you tell guys that Michael really loves this stuff? See? I, I like it. I like it, but changing subjects. <laughs> Let's talk about really quick. Your is it au pair? Oh yeah. Okay, your au pair and and your lawsuit. Oh my goodness. So pick there... one. Pick one. Okay. We'll both, so pick really first. quick, really quick. My au pair, she came the same day that Cody came. They <gasps> they both arrived on Friday, the thirteenth. It's like it was meant. It, it was crazy because we were supposed to pick her up from the airport, blah blah blah, and I had messaged um, the au pair director, the local au pair director. She, I told her, I said, you know, um. I have a feeling that this kid is going to come on Friday, so I'm going to keep you posted, but is there any way that you can host her until um, <laughs> until we get back from the hospital? So, And, and that's what happened. So um, mm. her name is Espy. So Espy had to pick up Carla, my au pair, and Carla stayed with Espy for like two nights until we got back from the hospital. Wait, who's Espy? Espy is the au pair... Like the local director. Ah, okay. Okay, yes. got you. Yeah, so... So, um, so now she's with you guys or no? Yeah, so now she is living... How is it? 
my downstairs bedroom, you know, it's it's definitely an adjustment. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I can't walk around naked. It's, <laughs> well, no, but, okay, so, <laughs> not that I like to walk around naked, but when when you're constantly either pumping or nursing your newborn, sometimes it's just easier not to have a shirt on. I'm not going to lie. And if you're a new mom, you know what I'm talking about. I can't do that anymore. I actually have to put clothes on. Sorry for the visual, guys. Sorry for the visual. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Okay. Um, but she's been she's been amazing. It's um it's it's new mm-hmm. and uh we're still very much getting used to each other. Um What does and- that mean? What does that mean, getting used to each other? Do you guys bump heads? No, 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 oh. not at all. No, she's so sweet and she's so helpful, but I'm we're just trying to treat her still like a guest in our home so we kind of have to go out of our way to make sure that she's comfortable and then she's trying to to be extra helpful because she doesn't know our routine so it's it's just there's definitely going to be an awkward adjustment period with a stranger living in your your house yeah she probably feels awkward too if you think about it you know what i mean it's kind of like and this is her first time away from home. It was her first time on an airplane. And yeah. Where is she from? South Africa. So Oh, so she a, speaks English, huh? Yes. What was I thinking Colombian? I don't know why. Oh, because we were debating between a Colombian au pair. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's South African. Yeah. So she's South African and she's so sweet. And um, the boys, the boys really like her. They they really do. And um, it's it's nice having an extra set of hands here in, in at home. So um, so far it's cool. it's been good. It's been really good. I'll keep you posted. And then the lawsuit. Freaking <laughs> a. Okay, so you guys know that I've been waiting to hear back from my attorney. I'm gonna pull mm-hmm. up his. Um, I'm going to pull up his email because he finally got back to me yesterday. Oh, my God. Freaking attorney, man. Like, jeez. Well, okay. So, hold on. Where is it? That's not it. Okay. So, he says, um, Ashley, we have finally gotten a response from opposing counsel. Please read over it and let me know your thoughts. So... It says, we have discussed this matter with our client. Our client offers the following two settlement options. Please let us know if your client agrees with either. Uh, The first one, option A, is that I, my company assigns Smile & Co. application and mark to Mr. Blank. So he's still going to own the trademark. Mm -hmm. And then... He is going to, in turn, um, give us the license to use Smile & Co. in association with dentistry. And then I have to pay him $2,500 per year per office for the license. So, for as long as we're in existence. So, before it was $5,000, so now it's $2,500. And if I don't want option A, option B is to give him $30,000. Can you ask what he's going to utilize the name Smile & Co. for? Um, I don't know. I guess we can. I would ask. Yeah, I would definitely ask. Like, hey, what are you going to use it for since your website's not up anymore or anything like that? Like, I would definitely ask him because that way you can know, like, oh, he just does this for a living. You know what I mean? Honestly, I don't think he has anything. I really don't. I think he just wants money. Can you have read that letter or no? Could could what? The letter you just read, could you have read it? I mean, could you have... Oh my God, find your words, Michael. Could you have read it on the podcast or no? Like, it was supposed to be confidential. Well, I didn't I didn't say any, um, any names, so... True that. I'm, True that. It's all fact. Yeah. It's not like I'm manipulating anything. This is this what is what you, the. What are you leaning more towards? 
Oh, should we even? T- I don't. I c- Here's the thing. Like, I want to ask you a bunch of questions, but then I'm like, oh man, I know he's listening, so I don't even know we should discuss it. You know what I mean? Nice. Sorry, people. Sorry, uh, Sam. I know a lot of people want to hear about the trademark issue, but uh, I don't know what to do, Michael. I really don't. Like, I, I don't want to pay f- for like. Why? Why does he deserve thirty thousand dollars or? 2500 a year. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't even own the trademark. Yeah, I would ask him. Yeah, I need to talk to my attorney again. This is crazy. I think you... I think you need a better attorney. I don't know. That's just, like, my idea. I know people have... People have reached out to me to tell you, like, hey, you should talk to my attorney. But... Even for free, they said. Just For free? Yes! Okay, dude, you didn't tell me that part. Hook me up with the contact info. <laughs> for free? For free. Okay. Jeez. Okay, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know who it is. It was a doctor who reached out, and then her, yeah, he reached out, and he let me know. And then another doctor who's a client also reached out and let me know, but I'll let you know. Why don't they reach out to me, people? I think you- maybe they do. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> people reach out to me, too, man. I enjoy it, so... <laughs> Anything else that, that we left out, Ashley? Or uh, I think that um, that's pretty much been my last week and a half. Just been in and out of the hospital with Cody and um, dealing with this freaking ridiculous lawsuit, and and now dealing with my au pair. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds yeah. Lifestyles of the. The rich and the famous. I guess that's what you're gonna. <laughs> hey, what's next for for Smile and Co? Like, what's next for the podcast of the making of Smile and Co? The Facebook group, and all that stuff. What's next? Oh man, I don't know. Where should we take it? I I, I really do want to start making like gear, like shirts and stuff. But are you gonna are you gonna design it? I, I probably pay somebody to design it. Maybe we should get Studio Eighty Eight. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. We'll we'll look into that Studio Eighty Eight. But on the other flip side, um, what's next? Next, I am. Um, I think I'm gonna be working on <laughs> on next Thursday. So. Balancing um, a newborn and lack of sleep with seeing patients. That's going to be interesting. You know what? It it really has been a roller coaster for you. If you think about it, it really has been. Like, (laughs) it's not just like, I don't know if I should, but it's not just like, okay, you open your practice and that's it. It's more like life is so interesting in Ashley's world that. We need to continue documenting it because <laughs> what's next? Is it a train wreck? Is that what you're saying? No. Because, <laughs> like, it, it was a good, I mean, like, this is going to sound weird, but it was a good twist that you got pregnant because it's like, oh, man, now she's pregnant and she has a startup. What's next? And it's like, now you got a, a au pair family and then you have a, no, a bigger family and your startup and you have an associate and you have a lawsuit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Jeez. gosh. Why why is this not on television? Like, I don't know. This is good. This is good stuff. Good thing somebody's <laughs> documenting it though cuz man, we need more sponsors guys to sponsor Ashley. <laughs> we need more, okay? So anybody out there. Oh my god. Jeez. But okay. Yeah. That's really good. Really good that all this stuff is happening to you. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not. But um it it's it's been very colorful. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. True that. Okay. All right then. Did we leave anything out or? No, we gotta save some for next week, Michael. Jeez. And I'll keep you posted about how much weight I've lost next week. I'm gonna do a weekly weigh-in at every every episode. <laughs> you guys can follow along. Oh yeah, I'll do that weekly weigh-in. All right. Yeah. All righty. Sign us out, Ashley. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Making of Smile and Company. Soon to be the Making of Who Knows. If I lose my name, <laughs> I don't want to lose my name. <laughs> but um, 
If you are not already a part of our amazing Facebook group, make sure to join. Find us on the inside at The Making of a Dental Startup. And please answer the questions. There's only two questions. I know, people. Come on. Jeez. Should we just decline them if they don't answer it? I've been. Oh, okay, I'm going to do that then. We're, yeah. we're declining you if you don't answer the questions. Right. It's freaking multiple choice, isn't it? Or no, it's not. It's either yes or no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so um, what else? Let me know your thoughts. Um, I, do you think a name is worth 30000 Um, And what else? Oh, yeah. Leave us a review. We love reviews. Five stars are our favorite. And, um, yeah. Let us know that you're listening. Hit us up on, um, on all the social media channels. And thank you again for just being a supporter and... And we love you guys, and we can't wait to, to meet you in person, right, Michael? One day. One day we're going to meet all you guys in person. We yes. Know, that's what's next. We'll work on, like, a meetup. Yes. Somehow. And then get every humongous company to sponsor it. Yes. That and would be amazing. Did you ever and reach out to Densply or no? Oh, let me do it right now. Okay. Well, you were giving birth, so that's a, a good excuse to not. <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay, Ashley. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check out the show notes, all the links in the show notes below. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Alrighty. Take care, guys. Bye. On the low, which is probably not on the low because I'm talking about it on the podcast, I was thinking to start. I've been, even before the dental market, I always thought about starting my own podcast on nutrition, but I don't know. That's just there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe who knows.